Hey, welcome to episode 111 of The Brian Oak Show. Normally we start with some sort of weird oddball song that, I don't know, has no real point of reference other than it was something that was stuck in my head that day. But today we're doing something... No? Is okay. that Herb Alpert or is that Sergio Mendez? I think it was uh, part of the dating game theme, maybe. What, what about Chuck Mangione? Why, why, can't, why can't we feature any Chuck Mangione on the show? Oh, there, there you go. Now, here's the problem. Your, your ridiculous humming, Sean, is going to get us sued. That was a mouth horn, jackass. That's a mouth horn. Mouth horn? <laughs> yeah. That's anyway, welcome to the Brian Oak Show. We are, we're doing our first ever Zoom call uh, with our friend and repeat guest on the Brian Oak Show, Sarah Morris. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hi, Brian. How are you doing? I'm good. And it's lovely to see your face. I wish it was in person, but that's not the world we live in right now. Um, you're home. You're in your bathroom, which many people have seen you in before. I've seen, I've seen bizarre people pop out of that shower. No, I haven't actually seen you in it before. Just on the internet. It's just better. The story's getting better. Makes makes it weirder, doesn't it? Somehow, um, you you do toilet tunes, and you've been a guest on our show, and we'll do it in person again sometime. But uh, so I'm looking outside my window right now from my dining room, and I am actually someone who loves winter. I like it when there's snow on the ground. I like Christmas lights. I like the shoppers rush home with their presents. Somehow no one's invited me to be on a holiday single yet, but I love holiday music. And Sarah, I know you do too, because you do an annual holiday show. This year, were people allowed to go out and do shows? Is it correct that this year would have been year 14 for your show? It would have been, which is weird because I'm only like I was going to say, did you, did you start I... when you were eight? <laughs> that, that's not possible. So weird. So weird. Just a tiny toilet but back then. <laughs> we we had a chance to talk a little bit before we started this podcast. Um, and I am, and I have been for anyone who's ever heard me on the radio, I am an unashamed collector, curator, and celebrator of holiday music. That's why I'm, when I say I'm looking outside, I wish there was snow on the ground. Not only do I love winter, I hate it when people start playing Christmas music in mid-December or mid-October. Yeah. But once we're past Thanksgiving, boom, bring it on. I, I don't care. Bing Crosby, Ray Charles, all the classics. But then there are so many great little weird holiday asides that happen. She and him, Zoe Deschanel has a great holiday voice. I, I love, love, love. And see, I'm jealous because I'm going to get my Christmas tree tomorrow. And Sean already has his up. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of super jealous on this dining room table that I'm sitting at now, I bring out all the Christmas paper and the wrapping and the gigantic bag of bows we have and all of it. Little known fact, Brian Oak loves wrapping holiday gifts. My corners are so fucking tight, you wouldn't believe it. You, it, you Go ahead, <laughs> laugh it up. And oh, then no, all of a sudden, oh, we need proof. We need proof. Oh, oh it's coming. It's your gift. You're going to think that it was wrapped by an elf who's also employed at Macy's. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be brilliant. But I I actually love this time of year so much. So I'm sorry you can't do your holiday show, Sarah. Um, Thank you. 
But I mean, like you all, obviously to do a holiday show, it's not just a machine. It's not just like, oh, here's another venue to market for being a musician. You must love the holidays. I am like you, except for that. I will start my holiday music day after Halloween. Too soon. Too soon. No, we have to think about, we have to think about Thanksgiving. Line to be drawn. (laughs) it, It matters to me because like in a row, Halloween, Thanksgiving, December, but to each their own. And you know what? In the spirit of the holidays, I'm going to let you do your own thing. That being said, you love it when you love it. But the point is, the most important part is you do love holiday music. I love it so much. It is like no part of it is like, can I make money as a musician? Even though <laughs> that's a super viable thing, like in the holidays, like how are you going to do this? But um, no, my dad is a huge holiday music lover and he passed that on to me like direct injection into my bloodstream sort of thing. And um, I just have always, I love it. Like I love it so much and my kids are getting there, which is good. And um, and so the shows, it's funny because my band always does the show with me and they will all tell you that they do not feel the same way about holiday <laughs> music. A lot, of, a lot of people aren't into it. Yeah. <laughs> But they've been really good sports about it and 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 done it with me the last, you know, 14, yeah, 13 years of shows. Is that is that why you call them the imaginary elves? They're the sometimes <laughs> elves. Right. This year they are imaginary. Sometimes elves. There we go. Well, so, you know, the most of the year I gave them this band name, Sarah Morrison, the sometimes guys, which was just like one night I said it on stage <laughs> and we laughed. And so then we kept it. Right. And then at Christmas time, I was like, well, now you're the sometimes elves. This is when you're elf. It's your uh-huh. elfin time. It, it's weird because like a lot of people are not into it. And so my mm-hmm. other job, aside from the podcast, is I work at a record store. And we have put out this incredible spread of holiday music that's available. And so because of my time in radio, I keep asking them, when are we going wall-to-wall 24-7 holiday music? And everyone looks at me like, I hope you die in a fire. <gasps> Uh, okay, that was strong, Sarah. I was just I no. Was I mean, I just I know these people you're talking about. I encounter them all the time, and they don't I just care. show up with tinsel in my heart and in my eyes, and like I'm like, guess who's going to win this battle? Because my joy <laughs> for holiday, I like that. So much stronger. It's great. We sing you some rocket around the Christmas tree. Here we go. She has tinsel in her eyes. Her name is Sarah Morris, and um. <laughs> Sarah, before we talk any more about our mutual love of this time of year and the music, mm-hmm. you're in your bathroom and you do a thing called Toilet Tunes. I want to talk more about that and its recent transition to the outdoors where I know that outside everywhere is a toilet, but I don't really want to go <laughs> into that. I don't want to go that, that direction. Would you be willing to do a song for us right now? Yes, I will do a song. I'm going to do, can I do my orig- an original one? Heck yeah. I, I love that. Okay. Here, so before you mm. before you go into an original song, you know there yeah. are so many artists, singer songwriters will put out a Christmas record, and it's top to bottom traditionals. Mm-hmm. So I, when I hear an artist, my old colleague uh, Carrie Noble, you, mm-hmm. whoever, uh, JD McPherson, when they put out an album of original music, that that record's really yeah, good. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. But but when I hear someone create an original holiday song, it only adds to the lexicon. It adds to the lore. I love it. So you can you can do any original anything you feel like doing. All right. I've got a lot of <laughs> I write a lot of Christmas songs, considering that you can't 
you know, sing them all the year, but I'm going to do one. This is brand new. So it just came out on all the streaming places last Wednesday. This and is a, this is your brand new song. This is brand new. Am I not supposed to lead with brand new? I'm going to lead with brand new. No, no, no. Um, I love it. It, it. It's actually got me kind of tingly with excitement. So the story with this song is I went on a run last December 22nd, which I know because I have the sound <laughs> sound um, thing in my phone, which is dated. And I got this like verse and chorus and I ran home and I sang it all like, you know, extra running breath, whatever that means, like out of breath. Yes, this hmm. is classy. Uh, into my phone and I sent it to my friend, Matt French, Matthew French, sorry. And I was like, I think you can help me write this. And so we wrote it all via text and then kind of forgot about it. And then um, midsummer, I was like, you know, I think I still really love it and I want to record it. And so we did all kinds of things to make it happen COVID style. There was uh, people in the studio with masks and there was also people who sent in tracks from Chicago and um, Brian Nichols plays keyboard piano on it and he is so amazing and he made this song sound so amazing and I don't know what he looks like because he wore a mask and it was the first time I met him so but he's phenomenal and so this song is called Make Room. Oh, I have wanted, I've made love. 
learn to be true. Brian, you have to mute yourself. You, you. For all the people, <laughs> for all the people who have listened to the Brian Oak Show before, um, me getting weepy or emotional during a show is not anything new. Hmm. Holy shit, I felt the holiday spirit. That was so oh, good. Geez. So good. Yes. Oh, good. That was just fantastic. Was so good. <laughs> she has tinsel in her eyes. God damn it. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, that was fantastic, Sarah. Um, thank, you. thank you very much for that. Uh, and now that's a brand new song. And mm -hmm. well, not brand new. You wrote it earlier this summer, but it's yeah. now available on all the places that anyone would be able to find your music. Yes. And play 500 times in a row. No big deal. I, I'm cool with that. I, holy crap. The way I felt during those last few minutes, I could easily do that. Um, uh oh, I think Sean's. Showing I up. like it. He's going to share things, which is, this is hardcore oh, zoom in. Oh, I thought, I thought he was sharing his porn history. So let's talk about your <laughs> 14th annual holiday show, um, which sadly cannot be in person this year. What a bummer, because goddamn, that was really nice. Um, oh, so how you. do people enjoy your music this year and this week? Yeah, so it was going to be at the Hook and Ladder, still live stream, but it was going to be full band and all kinds of fantastic. And then, you know, we've got, we're pivoting. It's the holiday show pivot. Yep. We're being festive and flexible. And so on Friday night, <laughs> on Friday night, I'm going to be here in my bathroom by myself. Yep. Um, and it's going to be on Facebook and YouTube. So the easiest way to do that is to follow me on Facebook or follow me and subscribe to me on YouTube or go to my website, sarahmoresmusic.com. It's going to be a free show because that's what we're doing. And um, the music is going to start at 7, but at 6.45, I'm going to be live already, um, mixing up cocktails in my bathroom from the oh. Flying Dutchman in Avery. Oh. So I've got two cocktails. They make these great kits called Quarantini Kits. And so anyone who wants to mixed drinks with me can also order flying dutchman quarantini kits um and then you go pick them up and or i think they deliver i don't know and then i'm gonna shake some shake some cocktails before i like shake it i guess mm. does that make sense and then <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. yes the that makes the sense fun. <laughs> 
the acoustics are spectacular, plus your songwriting. Before we mention our first sponsor uh, for the Brian Oak Show, um, you said you were out for a run and that song came to you. So when it comes to Sarah Morris, Morris writing songs, does it come crashing out of the sky or is it like pulling pieces together that don't want to be together? I mean, like, or is it a little bit of everything? Like, how does Sarah Morris write a song? For sure, it's both. I mean, running songs. So running is a huge part of my songwriting process because either it is when I go and I'm like trying to make those pieces fit. Like if I have pieces and I'm, and I'll, cause it's a place where I can go and no one else is with me. You know, there's not that many places right. I can be alone uh, except for my bathroom. And um, <laughs> Like your bathroom. Exactly. Like my bathroom. Cause you know, we've got the two kids, they're home and, and they're somewhere in this house right yeah, now. But, yeah, yeah. but yeah, so sometimes I'm running <laughs> and I'm just like saying different lines until I figure out the way things go. But there are times when I'm running and I, and like things just come crashing out of the sky. And that is a beautiful, exciting gift that I always say, you know, uh, thank you for. I'm a big thank you person about the sky. That's my whole Instagram. I don't know if you've ever seen my, All I do on Instagram is I take pictures of the sky and I write cheesy little love poems to the sky. So saying things crashing out of the sky actually fits very well with your worldview. It does. Yeah. Her name is Sarah Morris. Uh, before we talk any more about the holidays <clears throat> or before she makes me cry again with another amazing original song, I do have to take care of a sponsor and that sponsor would be Smart Start MN. Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition. <laughs> I forgot about those posters. Fantastic. Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. And what they do is if you, someone you know, someone you love, someone you are vague friends with, makes a bad decision and drinks and drives you're going to need to get back on the road at some point and not only think about what you've done, but actually get back to living a normal and better life. And they can help you get there faster. They can help you get there less expensively than it otherwise might be. Smartstartmn.com slash Brian Oak Show. And they will cut you in on a special deal. Is that right, Sean? Yep. 20% off the ignition interlock. Just go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That should be up on the screen right now, isn't it, Brian? No, I see Sarah's face. I see your face. I do oh. not see Smart Start MN. But that's super easy. Smart Start MN, yep. as in Minnesota.com. You go there, slash Brian Oak Show. Super simple. Although Oak is spelled with an E, and that could throw some people off. Is it sharing now? There it is. There perfect. it is. Yes. Perfect, perfect. I'm I getting the hang of it. I keep worrying that you're going to share something that should not be shared. There we go. Look oh, at that. Brian. Oh, Brian. I know, yeah, like Sean. I know, Sean. Everything on Zoom. Your life is not like other people's lives. Yours is clean and everything's fine and there's nothing to ever be embarrassed about. Just pure. Pure of heart. Sarah Morris is our guest right now. Uh, Minnesota singer-songwriter. And so, Sarah, you talk about your kids being home right now and they're doing the distance learning my wife's a teacher. She has to do the same thing. Has, and it's weird because I, this is something that I like to ask creatives about, and I consider you a, a strong creative. And even those of us who are not strong creatives, during all this downtime or when you've got this extra time, people are like, oh, you've got so much time to do A, B, C, and D. But I find that a lot of creatives 
this is actually sort of crushing them or stifling them or quieting them. What has your experience been during lockdown, during COVID, during this new life we're all sort of planning and figuring out? Do you find yourself writing more, writing less, playing more, playing less? It's just, it, to me, it's very interesting what these unprecedented times have done to all of us. But I, to me, creatives in particular, it seemed, it, it, there seems to be an expectation that with all this extra time, you must be writing the great American novel or well, the- We gotta punch those people in the face. Someone, yeah. As soon as someone says <laughs> that. That was like right at, the, right at the beginning of quarantine, you know, the, people were posting this like, like square and it would be like, just remember that Shakespeare wrote, wrote King Lear in quarantine. No big deal. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, the there is more. There's more free time and you're more weary by just living also, right? I mean, I've had one, we're now in what, third trimester of COVID? Or we're going to have the COVID baby soon. They're popping out, I think. I think, yes, that's still, I think the ones that got busy right away, <laughs> early planning, they're, they're being born. Just in Lucky. case. Really soon. Just in case <laughs> we should try to have a Just baby. Just in case <laughs> this goes on a long time, let's make sure and be pregnant during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Hell is wrong yeah. with people. I don't, yeah. I, I, didn't I, mean, I, I, I don't doubt that you, I don't doubt that you still have periods of creativity. Yeah. But the, I mean, so has it been more or less? I would say, so for me, creativity and things, for, I mean, I, I, I really believe in like creativity as a, a, like a commitment and something that I like must commit to daily. And so I have very um, pretty strict daily practices, I guess, that I have employed that were serving me pre-COVID and have stayed intact during COVID. Uh, and those include my morning run my poem to the sky every day, my, I write morning pages, journals, three pages of like freeform journaling, which today was a letter to 2020. I was like, Hey, 2020, I don't actually blame you. And I wrote this, <laughs> that was three pages of that. But so I have these, these practices in line that feel like they've served me well so that they help me weather what, I mean, cause I'm not create, I don't feel particularly creative. I don't feel particularly inspired. I am seeing the same things every day. And even though I wrote an album once called Ordinary Things, and I believe in looking at the same ordinary things and finding the new beauty in them, you get taxed by like the, truly the same, you know, nine months. Um, I, but I've written with my songwriting group where we got songwriting prompts. So that kept me busy all summer. Um, and I've kind of in the fall struggled to, you know, I didn't have songwriting prompts and I knew I needed to focus on getting my kids set up for distance learning. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's been hard, but also I do feel like my dedication to what, the muse, I guess that's what I call it. It's not cheesy, but I feel like committed to that. Like I feel committed to my kids. So that helps me. Which is great. I, I don't think anything about what you said is cheesy at all. <laughs> In fact, that sort of discipline. See, that's the kind of stuff I like to learn about is when you think of creatives, people think of Lord Byron or Charles Bukowski, right? Like they, they don't realize that there's work in being an artist or, or the level of work and dedication and focus that it yeah. requires. 
that to me is the fascinating stuff. Like it doesn't, sometimes it does fall out of the sky, but you like everything else in life that's worthwhile and worth your time and offers your soul any sort of respite, there's work involved, right? The universe mm -hmm. seeks a balance. And so I'm glad to hear that. Um, also though, I'm glad it's the holidays. I'm looking outside at the sunny day. I know it's cold outside, but there's this gorgeous sunshine. And after like five, six, seven gray days in a row, oh I can't God. take it anymore. Um, <laughs> it's just gray. And so I love to see the sun, but I would love to see it glinting off six inches of freshly fallen powder. I really, I really love winter and I love this time of year. And you're helping us get into the spirit. Are you going to play another song for us right now? Yeah, I'm going to play. So here's a song with a fun story. And I, the Eric Bloomquist has engineered and co-produced all my albums and he runs River Rock Studios in Minneapolis and he he's a he used to be in my band and he actually is more of a Christmas music person than my current bandmates. And so he wrote a Christmas <laughs> song back in 20, I think it's 2012, because I think I had a four-month-old. And he brought to the studio that he works at or that he owns was was new. And so he brought together a bunch of artists that had been recording there and they called it the Waterbury All-Stars. And it was me. And um, Claire DeLune and uh, Lizzo. So on this recording, mm. it's me and Lizzo and um. other people. They're there too, but whatever. I'm just like, it's me and Lizzo having our moment. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so we, the only, we weren't, nobody recorded it together. It was like layered studio style, but then we did one Care 11 morning like Saturday morning spot and so that day there's a videotape of me singing with Lizzo and I just last year someone reposted it like when I was falling deeply in love with her and I was like look at we're best friends <laughs> <laughs> but this song is about Christmas in Minneapolis oh my favorite time of year time to spread the joy and the cheer it's better out in the winter weather when we all get together Christmas in Minneapolis deck the halls in old St. Paul to our friends up in Duluth wishing a happy holiday Ba, 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 ba. 
every Christmas song ends on a jazz chord. That's what I decided. <laughs> Always learning. Always Good. learning. Um, before we hit our next sponsor, I want to ask you, Sarah. So you have this amazing bright quality to your voice, but there is so much nuance and touch and the phrasing. And when you talk about ending with a jazz chord, do you feel as a musician and a performer that there's always more learning to do? It, it It's weird to me, like when I, when I watch performers or hear performers who are so good at what they do, almost universally, they tell me, one day they want to really sit down and get good at it. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's crazy. That blows my mind. Like, like you're beguiling. And I know in your heart of hearts, you're still like, oh, no, I learned something new every time I do this. Yeah, well, yes. I mean, I dreams that have been, you know, like not happened are more guitar lessons. Like, I mean, because I'm really, I've had some lessons throughout the year, but a lot of it is just repetition. And I'd love to be stronger at that. Um, and I took a ton of voice lessons when I was like in my twenties and in, in college and, uh, and Nashville. Yes. And, um, but I haven't had lessons since Nashville. And so at the beginning of 2020, I did an album release. I put out all mine. I just got to talk about it because it's my baby. (laughs) And, and I was like, you know what I'd really love to do is I think I need to get back into voice lessons. And I really would love to do that but i but then COVID happened and i know that i could do voice lessons on zoom but i but it's hard to find the right teacher that way but maybe not maybe i just need to stop making excuses you have to realize though like for regular plebes like me listening to someone like you perform and be like why the hell would she take voice lessons mm-hmm. teach why them. the hell would you take, <laughs> take voice lessons well i would take it for I mean, longevity and health purpose, you know, just like staying vocally healthy. Right. I mean, that I think mm. is being able to do, well, one of the things pre-COVID, we would, I would do lots of three hour like shows and the health kitchen was like, you know, mm. and I don't, that isn't something I miss as much as like other kinds of shows, but like in order to do three hours and like still go away and talk and like be able to do the three hour show the next day. I mean, I think vocal health is really important and, um, and placement and breath control is like all the things for that but I also do learn things about phrasing and and about um you know I just the voice is an instrument right and like I can't buy a new one no you can't (laughs) it's the only one I got (laughs) if if, you know if the humidity warps your strings on a guitar it's different than your voice no it's the only one I just um you know it's uh it's amazing to me how artists are never satisfied and it's one of my favorite things about most of my favorite artists that they just they can't stop they're like well there must be some other angle on this there must be some other aspect of this there must be a way to preserve this and i just i absolutely love it and it's one of my favorite things about Mm -hmm. you before we go any further on the brian oak show i do want to mention busters on 28th they are a local eatery mere blocks from where i'm sitting right now in my own home in south southeast minneapolis and they, well, as it says right there, amazing beer, better food. Um, if you're a beer person, they've got every one of them. Well, not every one of them, but so many of them, it'll, it's dizzying. But the food is really my jam over at Buster's. In fact, they're just a few blocks away. And uh, I don't know, Cubano, brisket, cheese curds. And it's not all heavy stuff like that. They, they really are. I've explained this many times on the show before where, 
I don't like when I go to a place and they art the food unnecessarily, <laughs> you know, just like, ah, oh, here's some extruded cucumber foam. <laughs> and that this that, that is not that's not what they do there, but they're it's all very high end and very delicious and they're doing a good job. And now that everything's shut down again, which I, by the way, uh, as someone who wants to get back to a normal life sooner rather than later, I applaud shutting things down, even though it's very, very difficult for local eateries like Buster's on 28th. Um, they're still doing a great job. They're still doing curbside pickup. They're still around. Please support them because I want them to be around after all of this or during whatever version of the future looks like. I don't know. It's all very confusing. Great idea too, is to either buy gift cards for yourself or buy gift cards for other people. Because if you're one of these people who's like, well, I did curbside to go last week, whatever, you can kind of plan out once we're through COVID to actually go there and buy those gift cards. That will help sustain them and most local businesses right now. Go to busterson28th.com and uh, you can reach out to them via phone as well at 612-729-0911. I believe what Sean just said was makes a great stocking stuffer. That's what, that's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> I just didn't I say it. <laughs> All right. Before we get back, Sarah, I want to have you remind everyone, because I know that they could rewind the podcast, their leisure, your new song, make room yes, make is room. available where, like if, if, if I'm an idiot, like talk to me, like I'm a four-year-old who's listening to this podcast. Where can I go hear that song again, mom? Yes. <laughs> well, you can get, go listen to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on Apple Music. You can listen to it. You can go to, I'm going to, Bandcamp is a great place. You know, this Friday, not that you should wait till Friday to listen to it, but this Friday is Bandcamp Friday. Bandcamp um, doesn't take fees if you buy CD, you buy music, digital music. And so it's really one of the only places where like, you can buy a download these days, which is some hot stuff, because if you buy that download on today, I'd get 85 cents. But if you buy that download on Friday, I get a dollar. Well, and we like so it. We do this, much like we talked about small businesses, we do talk to so many artists and so many local creators. This is the era to support the things that make this area as cool as it is. There it is right there. Look at that. That's how it looks. It's got trees because all mine, my album at the beginning of the year had pine trees. I, I like bookends. All my albums start uh -huh. and end with bookends that are like, and yep. here I'm bookending 20, 20 with pines. So you buy the song from Bandcamp, do it on Friday so that they take note, which by the way, is pretty badass of Bandcamp. It's it super is. cool. And there's um, so many great things. I mean, like local things, like the Me Too Minneapolis project is there, like the mm -hmm. Quarantine yep. Dream, the Jessup project. There's been lots of these really collaborative efforts that have come out on Bandcamp this year. So that's a great way to like double all your giving to. Extra. For three weeks in a row, we were able to feature artists that were part of the Me Too Minneapolis thing. And you can only imagine, as, as, as powerful and important as that was, what if people had been able to come to those shows, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I know it's kind of pointless to fantasize about that kind of stuff, but damn, I miss going to see shows and being able to support those kinds of important things. So we've got your song that people can listen to now, get mm -hmm. now, or wait till Friday and do it in, you know, that extra 15 cents. Yep. If 40,000 people do it, imagine. Oh 40,000. If you, if anyone did that on Spotify, 40,000 people, like, that'd be real. 
It'd be a big thing. Yeah, There's, no, I then mean, I'd be able I'd be able to come visit you at your new lodge in Aspen. <laughs> You're invited. Sure. Which, I will paint a bathroom green which, there also. But, but I mean, it just, it sounds, it, it, I imagine the Christmas tree you would have at your lodge in Aspen would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. It feels very, very oh, holiday. So now tell me more about your latest record which came out at the beginning of the year and where people could find that. Yes, sarahmorrismusic.com. There's a store right there. And I'd love to, then I send it to you. It's really charming that I, I'll give you a pic, my name on it. I'll write you a thank you note. Um, that's a great thing to do. And, uh, that's kind of got all my stuff. You can also listen to that on iTunes and Spotify and you can ask Alexa and Bandcamp, all the places, but I do love all mine. It was, yeah, that was like my big, we got to release it right before, right before there was a show at the turf club early February. And I'm super grateful for the memories of playing with musicians while seeing people. Cause the thing I actually, I've really grown, to enjoy my live streams like I, I have fun with them but I do get tired of looking at my face like this is so much more enjoyable because I can see your face Brian I can see your face John but when I'm gonna do my show on Friday Oof, this can't be enjoyable <laughs> it's a super enjoyable face it's a great we face. make and you I'm, look really good Sarah <laughs> I, no we all look good together none of us touched up our faces we're very honest um but I you get when you live stream you know I'm at my phone and I'm like looking at my face and it's I get tired of my own face so um so I my release show has this memory of other people's faces that I was singing to which is nice you know I I think about that with all the artists we've talked to since lockdown is you know Sean and I both freakish music fans and I miss shows so much mm -hmm. but I think about creatives and I think about artists you know there is that symbiotic relationship right like mm -hmm. I mean you get a certain nourishment from having people in front of you listen to the music and not like, I am a golden God, although there's a little bit of that. Um, <laughs> but, but, but I mean, like there, there's that, that we love it. You love it. There's oh, yeah. a thing that we do for each other. And that's, that's terrible that it's gone away for as long as it has. And I, I know the streaming is good and people can still enjoy your art, but it's not the same for mm -hmm. anybody, including you as an artist. Yeah, no, I mean the, so energetic exchange like that. I mean, but that is like a, a great metaphor for like how we affect each other all the time, mm -hmm. everywhere, you yeah, know? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't take that for granted at all. I can't wait to get back to it. And when I do, uh, so I've got a really nice community of people at Patreon and I think they've helped me with my mental game here. So like when I go to live stream, like I know who those people are that are most likely to show up and I can like see their faces. Like I just get really zoned. I will stand in my bathroom beforehand and I'll like set an intention for the show. I mean, I get really zoned and like when people start commenting, there is still some energetic exchange going for sure. It's not the same. And um, you know, but well, today is Giving Tuesday, and you mentioned your Patreon account. Yes. Tell us, tell us about what's your Patreon account. My Patreon account is uh, Sarah Morris, patreon.com, Sarah Morris Music. And I do, they've gotten a few live streams that are extra. I've released songs just for them, mm. which, like shared. And they got to hear the Christmas single first. Oh. They, um, they have all sorts of, of things that are that are just for them. And I write them. A love letter every week right now they're Aww. called it's on tuesday they're going to get it i'm going to finish it after i'm done here and i call them gratitude day 
Aww. And we, I, I write down something big I'm grateful for and something little I'm grateful for. And then I ask them to please be grateful with me. Gratitude Day. We're grateful for you, Sarah Morris. Very much so, but also... I don't remember you coming up with anything like Gratitude Day. <laughs> you can do it too. I didn't trademark it. Yep. <laughs> no, we're not stealing Gratitude Day. I just need, I need a little more. So, you know, here's the thing is when you talk about setting an intention, I have a lot of people in my life who, when they hear people talk like that, they roll their eyes. Oh. But it helps to illustrate. <laughs> no, but it helps to illustrate and inform why you're this crazy bright ray of light, right? I mean, like there is a value to being that person. Also, people who do intentions come up with things like Gratitude Day. John, one of my superpowers is coming up with geeky names for things, like good like geeky it. names. I'm really like solid at that. Brian's gonna well, have then at, you should be in marketing. <laughs> Brian, for you, we're going to have Attitudes Day. <laughs> there you go. Um, Tuesday's got a lot of potential. You can it really do a lot does. Of you, you can. You can go okay. with it. There's like... Yep. Tuesday's Wait, it's not day. like Tuesday can go any loader. I used to talk about how I have a thing about Tuesday. I think it's the worst day of the week. A lot of people oh, don't like Mondays. A lot of people... Okay. Okay. See, but, but see, now the universe seeks a balance, right? Like, so I don't want to... I don't want, because with all this positivity, the last thing I want to do is get dark. In fact, shut up, Brian. Sarah, how would you like to play a holiday song for us? I can play a holiday song for you. Do you want to play, I can play you a sad one. Do it. Oh, good. Good. Is that better? Totally. Whatever you like, you're the guest. You can pick anything. In my bathroom, I have like tons of pieces of paper just because I was like, I didn't know what. So I just printed out tons of Christmas lyrics so I could sing all kinds of things. Okay. This is my Christmas song from... I released it in 2018. So this is also on Spotify and available for your listening for 500 times in a row. Or, you know, I always think like if Target ever wants to buy any of my Christmas songs, they can do that. Target, make it a good. <laughs> um, okay. This is called Happier Holidays. I'm gonna take a sip of water first. Am I really gonna cry right now? I don't know. Yes, you will. (laughs) (laughs) I don't turn on the radio. Take a walk on a downtown street. I can't stand the sound of those sparkling lights circling the evergreen. Counting down the nights till Santa comes around. Despite what they're singing, I know he's not bringing what my poor heart needs. Tis the season. Silent nights are 
this time last year, you whispered in my ear, baby, you're all I want. Tis the season for giving the pretty things wrapped up in ribbons and bows. But it's hard to be Really? The parking lot where we bought our last tree together? Yes. Son of a bitch, Sarah Morris. I'm not calling you a <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm just saying that in general. I was dumped quite a bit by Christmas. Like I had three years in a row where people broke up with me right before the holidays. So even oh, though I've been happily married for a long time now, I carry that wound. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's a time of year where... I'm sort of a believer in that there can't be great love without great pain. Like, right. Like, I mean, they're like concentric circles. Like if you only feel a little bit about someone, then they can't really hurt you. But if you feel all the way, then they can hurt you all the way. And um, yeah. So no, that was uh, whew, heard that one. That was, uh, that was a really good line. Um, do you have uh, like a whole album of heartbreak, Christmas songs that maybe you'll put together at some point? That is the dream with the string (laughs) section. Uh, No, I have three. So I've got three holiday singles that you can go listen to. The other one is quite joyful. It's called Give. Give, give, give. Um, but give so what give pain give 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 pain give, <laughs> give up love. it's 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 those it's lyrics that 
some people might roll their eyes at because it but i i mean it but you know what much like we talked about our love of holiday music and this time of year bleep those people all right you know what because this is the time of year where you know like the Grinch your heart is supposed to grow three sizes mm-hmm. and as long as you don't live in this sort of weird cotton candy world it's okay to feel that way sometimes right like feeling good and having outsized positive feelings and also giving these are all good things mm-hmm. hey before we go any further you. uh we should probably <laughs> one more time Oh, I said it's Give Tuesday. I didn't even like think of that. I should have, we should have given the gift. Because isn't that what it is? I thought you were this big marketing brain. Like you said, you have this <laughs> gift for coming up with marketing names. <laughs> um, before we go any further and before we hear another song and maybe even your Give song, if you're so inclined, but I'll leave that up to you. Um, Sean, talk to me about your side hustle where you buy and sell houses oh my part-time job of being a realtor sure um yeah i help people buy as opposed to being part of this big time (laughs) fancy podcast full-time plus podcast gig uh yeah the market is still strong everybody you know there's a lot of people in minnesota that think that you know november hits and nobody buys or sells homes anymore uh that's just not true uh it goes down about 40 percent uh during you know november through April 1st, I'd say, or March 1st, but plenty of people buy and sell. In fact, some people buy and sell during this time because they know they're going to get a good deal um, and it's a little less busy for them. So if you know of somebody in the market to buy or sell, 612-859-2594. The rates, uh, the rates right now, the interest rates are still really good. So a great time to, to buy in, in what is a seller's market. 612-859-2594, that number is also text-worthy. Let's look at that face. For those of you seeing this video, look at that Irish face. mug. Oh, showing up at a house, an open house where it smells like chocolate chip cookies, and that's the face looking at you? Son of a bitch, I'd buy that house. They've been fair. Sarah, um, your kids are... What's that? Oh, he's screen sharing. Yes, there I just it is. said it's not even oh, fair. There it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. So, Sarah, your kids are doing the social distancing. Mm-hmm. You have a show from the Big Green Bathroom on Friday. Um, this is a weird question, and I don't think there's a right answer to it. Are you in the holiday spirit yet? And if not, what do you think will be the tipping point for you? I am in the holiday spirit. I feel like it tipped Good for you. when this, well, I, mean, I spent, you know, time listening to mixes for make room and like getting it ready. And I think that helped me a lot. I listened to it in my minivan the other day and I was like, yes, I'm feeling this. We're decorating our tree tonight. Rudolph is on CBS. That's going nice. to be a good thing. Yeah. Um, I've been making a really solid Christmas playlist at home. So we've been listening to Christmas music all the time. Um, I Good don't, I, yeah, I don't, you know, Thanksgiving is a, a place that brought me, like we spent Thanksgiving, just the four of us at home and that was hard, like different. And, um, but, but it was still meaningful. And I feel like that's always a great place to get in, to get into it. Um, I don't know. I feel like outsized I, I, positive I, I, feelings are rec- are like, if you can get there this year at any point, if you even like have an inkling of the joy, then you got to like lean into the joy and say, okay, 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 okay. Take me. 
Just rock the joy. Just rock the joy. Just, just Relax. hold it here gentle, a little gentle, bit. Mind the fontanelle. Gentle, gentle. Mind the fontanelle. Yeah, no. I, uh, I feel the same way. I, you know, and, and, and if, if people don't feel like it's like, well, it's Valentine's Day. You better be in love. Like, you, you don't have to be that way. But but if it comes, if it comes, don't fight it. Like take joy in any form it arrives to you. Not only every year, but I mean this year in particular. Like, so I need a little snow on the ground. I need to get the tree up. The tree is a huge deal to me. And a lot of people are like, whatever, we just do the thing. My daughter and I have a tradition where we go by the tree every year and we're doing that this week. I want to get it decorated. And although I have quit drinking, I used to sit down with a little nog. Everyone else has gone to bed. The tree lights are the only lights that are on. And then I listen to some quiet music like mm. the Jackie Gleason Christmas album. <laughs> and, it, and it comes. It comes like a wave. And I, so I haven't had that yet, but I'm glad that you have. And I hope that everyone listening and experiencing it does get it. Before we wrap up with a final song, by the way, Sarah, thank you. I really thank enjoy you, your company. And this is super, super cool. Um, you have a new single that's available at all the places. People can get it right now. They can listen to it, but why not buy it? Why not add it to your collection? And if you wait until Friday, I begin, I don't want to delay joy, but if you wait until Friday, then you'll be doing the best you can by Sarah on this lovely holiday season. Um, this Friday, if people want to experience, like maybe this will get them in the mood. Maybe this will oh be my gosh. their tipping point. Yes, because of the threatening face I made already and the tinsel in my eyes, I I guarantee, like, there's lots of areas in my life where I have insecurity and, you know, worry about my self-confidence, but I, I can guarantee, I feel it in my bones that I can make you, you, the royal you, whoever you are, feel more joyful about the holidays. It's contagious in the right way. So if you listen on Friday, Facebook or YouTube, um, you can follow me. It's, it's Sarah Morris Music in most places. And sarahmorrismusic.com will have links everywhere. <clears throat> if you want to go the extra mile and become a Patreon, there's like, they get all the special links too. But um, but yeah, that's 6.45 is the cocktail show. Seven o'clock is the music. I'm going to do 10 songs probably because I do think there's a list like limit to how much we should all stare at a screen. <laughs> you know? But it'll be, I'm, I'm going to get you feeling festive. I was going to say, that's the most joyous threat I've heard in a long time. <laughs> the, the, the intensity of your delivering the holiday spirit, wonderful. I am so glad. Thank you, Sarah. Um, so people can enjoy that this Friday. People can go back and get your record. They can hear your new holiday single. Is there anything else that you would like to mention before we hear our final song and call it a day? Just be nice to each other. You mean Brian and I or everybody? Well, you two are pretty nice. Thanks for letting me, like, thanks. For, it's been a joy to, like, I still feel like I hung out with you today. And I'm Thank you, Sarah. Weird, right? We're so glad. We just love having you on the show, and we are huge supporters of you, so. I appreciate it. You I bet. feel it. Happy holidays. And we will do this again yes. in the future. I look yeah. forward to the day where I can be the guy sliding open the shower door right there and popping out to surprise people. <laughs> totally. Your toilet oh, now Brian and I are not we are not good singers, but I think at some point we need to sing a song yes. with you. I yes, do bring yes. a rich sonorous baritone to the party where I can be like a no dogs allowed. <laughs> yes. Something. We often call on Doug Collins for that rich sonorous baritone, but he's not oh yeah. Doug. 
Love you know Doug. Doug Collins. I know, <laughs> Doug, Doug, I know Doug pretty well, actually. And so, yeah. We can. Nice try, Doug. <laughs> All right. Doug, someone's coming for your job in my bathroom. Uh, okay. No, no, so no. I can either do for you, you guys choose a classic Christmas song or a song that I wrote for my mom's birthday a few weeks ago that I feel like speaks to the fact that we can't adequately celebrate the ones that we love because 2020 that is one, special. Right? The second the, one? Yeah, the second one, please. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, entirely up to you, whatever your comfort level Not is, but is, I feel so. like if it's, if it's a song you wrote, and it means yes. that much. And it's about the Thanksgiving we all had to go through where we were sitting by ourselves and barely looking at these jittery screens. I feel like that's probably the one. Okay. I will promise that I sing standards at the holiday show on Friday. So don't be worried if you're like, oh, she's just going to sing her own songs. I will also We've all heard Silver Bells. No, Many people listening right now haven't heard this one before. Let's hear right. this one. All right. So this one I wrote is my mom's birthday a few weeks ago. And we, after summer being like able to kind of hang out pod style, we, we decided to lock it down hardcore right before her birthday, which was painful. And um, so I wrote her this song. You deserve a party. You deserve a parade. A marching band led by synchronized flags, but what you're getting is a phone call, a distant champagne toast, which isn't nearly enough for the one that I love the most. You deserve a masterpiece comprised of words or paint. You deserve a monument of marble. On display, what you're getting is a generic card that I bought a while ago, which isn't nearly enough for the one that I love the most. For all the reasons that are easy for the world to see, for all. You deserve New York City, first class all the way, a band to dance to, and the kind of night where you wind up on stage, what you're getting is your living room, maybe some Bowie on the stereo, but that's not nearly enough for the one that I love the most, for all the deserve your favorite people crowded around your favorite cake as many candles as you wish as many wishes as you can make what you're getting is a little song i tried my best but still i know that it's not nearly enough for the one that i love more is nearly enough for the one that I love the most.
Thanks, Sarah. Oh. <laughs> when I recorded that, Brian, I put it on Facebook and I'm sobbing. Like, <laughs> I am weeping. Yeah. I helped it together. Yeah, no, the uh, last podcast we did is how my mom found out that I wasn't coming to Thanksgiving. And oof, wow. Okay, I'll pull it online. Everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Holy crap. Well, thanks to Sarah Morris for making me cry three times in one show. (laughs) Super cool. Appreciate that. There we go. That's much better right there. Sarah, tell me the details about Friday one more time, please. Yeah, sarahmorrismusic.com is my website, which has the link to the Facebook, and it has the link to the YouTube. And then you can follow me on Facebook is a great place, or Instagram. All the information is there. But the show, it starts at 6.45 of the pre-show, 7 o'clock Central. We'll go till just before 8, and and I will get you with my tinsel eyes. Oh, too late. I'm, I'm, I'm preserved on the tree oh. right now. I'm... I'm next to the little like silver squirrel on a motorcycle ornament. Um, <laughs> that's yes. what I'm, I'm looking forward to getting oh, the yeah. tree up. Uh, thank you for kicking off my holiday right season like that. What? Whoa. Ooh, check out that now, owl. I have I a similar one that's an owl, but it's made out of a pine cone. It's on a similar. Oh, I cannot wait to decorate the tree. <laughs> Shit. Yes. I might. Sean, I know that we're going to record another podcast later today. I might go get a tree between now and then because I'm tired yes. of waiting. Between the music and seeing that ornament. Don't wait. I take the ornament so seriously. Yes, I see that. All right. Well, thank you to the Gandalf of my musical <laughs> art right now, Sarah Morris. Jesus, that was uh, that was a really great song, Sarah. You're very good at what you do, and I'm very appreciative for you taking the time to join us once again. Thank you so much for doing this with me and trying the Zoom thing. It was really great to see your faces. And Yeah, it's weird. Well, between gravy eyes and now crying openly... Um, <laughs> I looked like I've been in a fight. I think I lost. I think I lost. Um, Thank you, Sarah. And good luck with everything. I love the new single. Good luck with the show on Friday. And we'll talk again soon. And sometime we'll do this in person because then you can you can both can take turns drying my tears. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, be well. Happy holidays. I probably won't talk to you again, Sarah. So Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. However you decide to do Christmas enjoy all of it and thanks to everybody thanks to all of our sponsors thanks to sarah thanks to sean and um we'll do it again next time on the brian oaks show what do you say